0: get this money okay jeff hey hey hey, hey, because you will be now referred to as jeff well bless up praise him big bezos energy big bezos (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) i do love jesus i promise
1: Uh, i promise that i do
0: we do welcome to brown girl bible welcome lauren how are you today so good so good why are you so good name one reason go um well i made cinnamon rolls from scratch mm. no packets no no boxes mm-hmm. just the flour Never just the cinnamon. cinnamon just the sugar period no dairy no dairy no meat i big don't know why vegan. there would be meat big in, in the cinnamon roll <laughs> but none of that and so yummy and i'm gonna be honest it's been a bit of a day and that's literally all i've eaten i've eaten like four of those and that's all i've eaten and it's um seven it's eight o'clock yeah but guess what our pizza's on the way our pizza's on the way so and that just gives you a little glimpse into the life that i'm living It's a hard not life for you. Yeah. Um, Taylor, how are you doing? I am good. I got a little bit tired. I'm a grandma, so 8 p.m. is like, wow. But no, I'm good. I'm so excited to be recording on Brown Girl Bible. If you're listening, I'm so happy that we're back and that we're here yes yes i hope that you guys listened to episode one if you didn't go back and listen to it it explains a lot but as you all probably know by now this is brown girl bible and i'm taylor james and i'm lauren james Oh yeah. And this is season two, baby. We're back and we're better. It's going up. We're doing big things in 2022 season two, episode two. And what we're doing in season two is we are actually focusing on a Christian book. Uh, we picked crazy faith by Mike Todd, and we are going to review the book and talk about it. And also just talk about our crazy faith journeys. Yes, yeah, this book already, I mean, um, this is episode two, chapter two, but I've already read a lot of it and it is convicting me. So that's always good, but tough. Yeah, big conviction, big conviction, but exciting, exciting things. But before we get straight into the book, which is super exciting, we're going to talk about chapter two today. I need to ask you the most important question meet me, your me personally you. you're asking me yes okay. yes are you ready yes it's deep are you ready to be vulnerable no okay um <laughs> get ready because cool. this is it great yes um, would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat <laughs> Wow. Mm -hmm. Definitely the paper cut because I don't even be on paper no more. Mm. I read on my computer Mm, like a 21st century girl. Is this a 21st century? I that, I wish I knew what Having that a even moment meant. I don't even yeah. know I mean, um, how to count centuries and yeah. I think it is, it is. the 21st yeah, century. Yeah, if, yeah, If it's a century, like 100. we're gonna be in it for hundred years, so mm-hmm. it probably hasn't changed. Yeah, lately, mm-hmm. Lauren. <laughs> I really would you- hope that there's people that are just like <laughs> I can't with the idiocy. <laughs> it's it's is there grace for us? Okay, Lauren. One more. Okay. Would you rather have a child every year for twenty years or never have any children at all? Never have any children, <laughs> girl. I don't absolutely even know. I asked leave the you building. that. Absolutely, leave the room. I, I don't where are know what are you talking about? Not a child a year for twenty years. It's not that bad. The Duggars did it, right? Them people, girl, absolutely John and Kate plus eight Mm-mm, plus no. 10 plus no. two no ma'am <laughs> no in the name of Jesus absolutely uh, not that's wild.com yeah that wild sounds really aggressive to the body soul mm-hmm. mind spirit yes 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 sounds so, aggressive to all those things it's wild but you know some people that's their life and so speaking of babies <gasps> wait can I ask you a? Um, oh you can you can you can, would you yeah. rather yes y'all this is the intro um bear with us. This is the intro. Mm, okay, mm, would mm. you rather have hair for fingernails or fingernails for hair? Hair for fingernails. Absolutely. Very I can interesting. Hide them more. What would you rather have? Um Actually, yeah, that makes sense because you can still use your hands fine. I mean, you wouldn't be able to like open a lot of things because they won't be hard. Fingernails or hair won't really impact your life except for the way that you look. But I feel like... You can open stuff if you don't have fingernails. You don't need fingernails to open stuff. Some stuff you need fingernails. Not really. I guess. Well, that's what I pick. What do you pick? I think I'm going to go with this. No, I feel like I'm going to go with the fingernails for hair. I would just keep them clipped uh, and then be busted. B- <laughs> that is so nasty, yuck. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> that's disgusting. You could just wear wigs. Mm-mm, I'm judging on, you. For with sure. a lace. Flat. They would never lay down. <laughs> never. That's so nasty. They would truly never be laid. I'm they would dead. never. So let's talk about chapter two of our Crazy Faith book by Michael Todd. Um, So Lauren, you want to start us off? Yes, yes. So this second chapter is entitled Baby Faith, and I really liked this one. It's basically, he's going over, I mean, the whole book is really, each chapter, he kind of has like blank faith, and so he's talking about different ways that we have to have faith in different seasons that we need to have faith, and so this chapter is really going over celebrating the small steps, you know, paying attention to those baby steps we take in faith. Um, And he really goes over just how important those first steps are. And we should really honor them as significant just as much as we honor those big leaps of faith. I know. And that's what I love. Like, the kingdom of God is not measured like how we measure on the earth, you know, where the thing that typically may have the biggest impact on people or may make the most amount of money or even maybe I guess quote unquote scariest to some is not always better. You know, the I've heard quotes that say like the currency of God and the spiritual world is faith. And so even that mustard seed faith is super, super important. Um, so that's really good. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about he talks about that um the story of um the disciples and him explaining, you know, you just need a mustard seed of faith. But I love how he starts off to in this chapter, even before he gets into that, of just talking about imagination and imagining the impossible. And he really takes it down to because I think that a lot of us when I'm reading this book, and this is something, actually, before I read this book that I was starting to think about just hearing other people's talk about their walks and it's, we're going into the new year. So people are talking a lot about just like things they want to do. And I've been really pondering, you know, like just hearing from God. Like, I uh, I think like, I see people around me, you know, take big steps. And I think a lot of times we have to take those big, we have to take leaps of faith or baby steps of faith in the areas that are just like plain scripturally, like sound. Like Mm -hmm. God is calling you to break up with your boyfriend because you're unequally yoked. Like Mm -hmm. that's a step of faith. But like, that's a very clear thing in the scripture. I think something that I get a little like, okay, well, how do I know is the things that aren't just like, here's what God says. Here's what, yeah, it's like, like, um, specific purpose and specific will. Mm -hmm. That is something that I've really struggled with a lot, especially over the past like five years of my walk. And so I love that in this chapter, he just starts with like imagining like, and he really breaks it down where he's saying like, you know, that root word in imagine is image and he says let me just read this quote instead of trying to describe it he says imagination is not mere child's play it is a powerful force given to us by our creator its root word is image and we are created mm-hmm. in the image of god with the power to imagine what is not yet tangible but can be realized that's crazy you may have stopped using your imagination because somebody said you need to grow up and start adulting but i'm telling you it's time to revive it again imagine imagination is way too powerful to be left sitting in the toy box. And I love that he takes a second to talk about that because some of the things that we're going to need crazy faith in, Mm. it's not just like God's going to come from the clouds and be like, Lauren and Taylor start a podcast. Like, Mm -hmm, like, but, he'll give us inklings or thoughts or even like, hey, this would be useful to fellow believers or like, you know, this would be good. And like just having that imagination and then taking those baby steps of faith to get those things started. So I was really encouraged by that. But Taylor, have you had struggle? We kind of have you do you struggle to kind of feel like, well, is this from God? Is this just an idea in my head or is this something that's really from God? I should have faith in him that he'll be a part of and and bless and and walk with me in. Yeah, I have, you know, I wrestle with that um, from time to time on. How do you hear from God? How do you know? I don't want to do anything outside of the will of God. Mm -hmm. I heard a teaching um, a while ago. Hold on one second i heard a teaching a while ago i think by a guy named mike bickle and he started the international house of prayer and i mean the gist of what he basically was saying was just kind of like if it kind of if it falls within the within like the principles of god and it makes sense like along with the wisdom of god like just take a baby faith of step towards it so like you were saying like starting a bible study or it doesn't even have to be explicitly spiritual like that it could be like should i buy a house right now like you know like it's not just outside of the will of god something that's sinful doesn't make you know now it comes down to wisdom you know and of course you would to pray sometimes there is divine strategy and god may say not right now or later or different things like that but yeah, I I have struggled, too, though. I've, I have felt really strong emotionally and felt like that was God. And I have been wrong, wrong, wrong about that stuff. So that has been tough, separating my emotions um, from, like, the actual voice of God. So that's been a struggle a little bit. But I love how he talks about imagination because – I love how he talks about imagination because – um it really goes back to like dreaming and having a vision. And even like you were saying before, a lot of times we could say, oh, do we hear from God to like, do these big drastic things. Sometimes they're like negative, like stop doing this and stop doing this. But I, I feel like, I feel like the narrative of God and all of our relationships with God would be so much better and so much joy filled when we realize God isn't just there like with a belt re- wet like waiting for us to mess up and to right. spank us but he's like no come over here I have all these amazing dreams that I mm-hmm. want to do with you I have all these fun things I have all these plans I've all mm-hmm. these things like oh you think your business is gonna do this no, no 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 look how it can be exceedingly abundantly like this and I think that's really what God wants from us and of course pruning and growing and discipline is part of our growth Growth process because to in order to be ready for our you know whatever the Lord has for us we have to be mature but I think that God ultimately wants like and I don't know this probably could be the Enneagram 7 in me I just feel like everything should be fun <laughs> but I feel like God really is here for like dreaming and imagining um just great things like in our calling imagining the impossible like he says Yes, yes, Taylor. And we need that Enneagram seven energy because in my Enneagram six worst case scenario, I feel like a lot of times I can just look at God and God's will as like, oh my gosh, okay, let me just make sure I'm not doing the wrong thing and just like kind of view things so like rigidly scared. And like you said, like God delights in us. He's excited about us. He wants to do big things through us. And that's his plan. So, And he has joy for us in Mm. his plan. And so we can just like take a deep breath,
1: take a little,
0: a baby step of faith. Yeah, but I just get so, I can be so focused on okay, well, what's God's will? Am I out of God's will? Like, that will be bad. I should feel guilty and blah, blah, blah. And God is takes such a gracious view of one, us understanding and figuring out what his will is for our lives. And two, of just us taking steps of faith. And that's a step of faith to believe that God Um, has something for you that you're imagining and he obviously will make it clear to you if you're starting to go in a direction that he doesn't have planned for you right and that's the thing he really will like block your way like if you trying to buy a house and stuff ain't just working like a lot of times God is like sovereign he works in our circumstances too like he like he really will like slow us down or or send us signs or whatever it may be but we're we're referring to the enneagram enneagram is a personality test um if you guys haven't taken it just google it but it's really cool it helps us uh with a lot of insight on our personalities yes oh my gosh and we should do an enneagram episode we should should. give our give a little spill a little tea yeah no for sure yeah because yeah, I love enneagram. It's helped me so much to understand myself, to have context, to um, be able to understand and communicate about my relationships. So, yes. Yeah, enneagram has helped my friendships a lot. It's really helped me understand people, like you know, not to vilify who they are, but just realize that's their makeup, you know, in certain ways. So enneagram is great. We'll 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 do a we'll do an episode on that. Oh my gosh, would love that. Would love that. So yeah. You know, having imagination and, I mean, even putting your faith that God wants to do something through you and just trying to, you know, apply your imagination to that. Like, how does God want to use me? And obviously praying, um, but taking that step of faith to saying, you know, God may want to use me in this way to start this thing or to, you know, Be with this person. Maybe you're a guy who wants to ask a girl out or something. So um, that that too, it just that leads into those those baby steps of faith right and I like how in the next section of his book he talks about Matthew 17 and how the disciples were asking like Lord basically why couldn't we do this miracle that they were trying to do and he said to them you don't have enough faith I tell you the truth if you had enough faith even as small as a mustard seed nothing would be impossible and Mike Todd is just talking about the authority that God has given us on this earth and the key to accessing it really is faith um and so there's so much power packed in in our faith um in our authority in God even baby faith even mustard seed faith. Yes, absolutely. And if you read this passage, it kind of makes you think, I don't know, when I read it I was like, dang, well like man like what is the equivalent of a mustard seed though right and you think you mustard seed is like so small it's such a small thing and um it just really had me thinking like they must have really really been just not believed at all not even like i'm pretty pretty doubtful but like maybe this will work like i bet that they were coming to it almost from a like oh yeah sure like Mm -hmm. just absolute skepticism um And it's so crazy because if you look at Matthew 17 um, and 16, just before that, the transfiguration had happened, which that was literally... the transfiguration? Break that down. I'll break it down for you. That was literally God in a loud, booming voice from the sky saying... Jesus, this is my son, like, mm. so it was just, like, you can see why Jesus is so upset. Frustrated, yeah. Because it's like, listen, y'all, like, this, it, directly from God, like, you know things are going on, like, and you just really not even going to believe to be able to heal this guy. Like, you don't even have a mustard seed of faith. Like, right. that is really upsetting for sure yeah another thing I thought of because you you brought up a really good point like what could be objections or things that are getting in the way like why would they not have faith I think also another thing which we don't this is just an assumption I'm not saying this is what the disciples were feeling in that moment but something that could block our faith in God is having faith in ourselves you know maybe they've done so many miracles before like listen I got this I'm about to cast this demon I you know or whatever it was And having faith in yourself, your abilities and things like that, I bet you that's even a tough thing to do, especially when things that are good things. Like maybe you're a preacher and you're like, I know how to put a sermon together instead of just being like, hey, you know, let me ask the Lord. Let me rely on God. Like what in the world am I supposed to say today? I know I've done this for 25 years, but today you know and even for us just in our day-to-day lives lord what do you want me to say today what do you want me to do today lord god how do you want me to engage my kids today lord god how do you uh who do you want me to date like just asking god instead of relying on our own wisdom and being wise in our own eyes that is that like being wise in your own eyes can really be a blocker to faith in god yes very much so very much so for real. Like if God is calling you to something, you're just like, mm, yeah, right. Like that is not a good business plan. That is not a good person that I need to be friends with or talk to. Like, yeah, that's so real. It could just completely your own view of wisdom can completely take you away from stepping out in faith to what god has before you yeah and like even just giving the credit to someone else so even yourself mm. like giving like you can be like oh yeah this is a great business idea i'm so smart i'm gonna do it you know even that happened before when um the the pharisees they were saying when jesus was doing miracles they were saying you know this is a work of satan they were attributing they they couldn't deny the miracles were being done like everyone was like yes that is happening but they attributed it to satan and that really angered jesus as well in fact i think that's the passage where he talks about unpardonable sin so it's just like also like not giving god glory not recognizing like it was because of you god like i believed you i'm believing in you i believe that that is you you know, that's another aspect of faith. I know. That's so real. That's so convicting, too, because it's so easy to just, like, slowly over time, as you remember something that is good has happened or come to fruition, just to slowly adjust the narrative yeah. to be more and more focused on you. That is so it my is. tendency be like, to do. Yeah, I'm you could be like, Yeah, I'm so smart. I got my degree. I worked so hard in yeah, med right. school. I worked so hard in law school. I worked so hard in undergrad. I've been working my way up this corporate lap Girl, that was the Lord. Let's Meanwhile, look- <laughs> right. right? You forget that in the midst of it, when you were in grad school, you were on your knees crying out yes. to God because you completely forgot that you had to make it to that exam that right. one time. Exactly. And you thought for sure, you know, that kind of thing or is even real. If you, or even if you literally never struggled, and. You forgot who gave you your intellect. Come on. You forgot who gave you access. Yep. You forgot that you were born in this time frame in America. So you mm-hmm. could go to an a uh, university, you know? So it just but it's so easy to get caught up in our own stuff. It really is. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent for sure. Um so he also talks about in this chapter having childlike trust. Which I thought was really good too. And he talks about, um, you know, per- assuming provision from God, like a child presumes provision from their parents. Like, mm-hmm he gives an analogy of like his kids. Like they're not like, Oh, I wonder if mom and dad are going to feed us today. Like, no, they wake up and they, especially babies. They just wake up and they cry because they know you cry. You're going to give them some food. Like, and so that is like, that's really real like the lord will provide he'll come through and like how often do we have that expectation like heavy like that like a child exactly and i love that and um he talks about um i love the way he describes childlike faith and he said three simple words that just really are convicting me and wow it's just major it says they trust first mm. They don't question first. They don't Man. have anxiety. They trust first, and Ooh. that is just huge. And that is the type of faith that we should have in God. Like when the circumstances look wild, our automatic response is trust. Trust. Mm, that is truly not my testimony most times. Really? That's convicting. I feel like yeah. I mean, that's that's very real. Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess sometimes, but. I think when things are really tough, I think again, coming back to just that self power, trusting in yourself, in your own provision. I just go immediately to, like, how am I going to get this together? How am I going to resolve this or whatever? Mm. And, like, going to God first, like, okay, God, how are you going to fix this? Like, right, that's yeah. it. What that's should like- I, yeah, slowing down and saying, God, what should I do? What needs to happen here? Is this you doing this? You know, whatever mm. it may be, and that's really real. The Lord's been speaking to me a lot about margin, slowing down and mm. praying, like, mm. for real. Yes, that's real. That's very real. Um, Yeah. They talk a little bit also about um, having an absent father like and and parenting and how your actual earthly parents will a lot of times directly connect to how much you trust God and just healing from that as well. And I thought that that was great that he touched on that. Yeah, that's very true because, you know, we think about that father analogy, like God, I mean, not an analogy, like God the father, like being our father. For some of us, like our example of fathers is really tumultuous in our life, not comforting like right. like our understanding of God is supposed to be. You know, our fathers weren't doing, weren't giving what they needed to give. And um, so that can be a journey too. But just know that, God the Father, he is a perfect father. And he takes a place. I mean, even people who have, like, on paper pretty good dads, like, he comes, he He overshadows that by a million percent. Like, yeah. he, he embodies that perfect father in a way that everything a father is supposed to be, that's what he is to us. Mm-hmm. And so you can have that trust. You can put your trust in him. Right, exactly. And he really encourages people that if anyone has any type of wounds from their parents to really go and get connected um, to, like, a therapist and just kind of work through those things because it can really, one, just help to heal your soul some, but also it may bring light to new aspects of your relationship with God and increase Mm -hmm. your faith. So I thought that was really a cool cool piece of advice that he put in this book i wasn't expecting that for real and i think i think people may think like i mean i think even too like for the on paper like good to okay dads like i even think still exploring that is good because no human being is perfect and therefore no parent is perfect at all yeah like they bring their sin and their struggles into that role just like they bring it into everything else and so we are impacted you know and we're impacted by our own sin too you know your parents are not fully responsible for the way you are no matter how good or bad they were as parents Mm -hmm. but it's a good thing i think to explore right exactly yeah i agree Um, In the next section of the book, he really talks about rudimentary faith, which, Lauren, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so in this section, he's really just talking about those small, not flashy steps towards things that God has promised or good things in your life. And he tells this story about how when he was young, he started playing the drums, his his family got him a drum set and he was so excited. And he was getting good and then he finally got drum lessons. And after about a year of having this drum set and then the drum the his drumming instructor was just like he took a pillow and just sat in front of him and was just like for a whole year you're only gonna drum on this pillow. And he was like, what the heck? Like I've been drumming, like I'm past this, like drum on a pillow, what do you mean? But he said that that year what built, like, such a firm foundation for him being a great drummer and a great music producer and just, like, having all this insight around rhythm and music that he would not have gotten if he just started with the big. And he was doing okay in his first year before he got lessons, just drumming, learning as a little kid. But that really took him to the next level, and he really talks about how, you know, um, if we can get out of that, like, scared, don't want to move portion, a lot of us just see the end in mind and we want the big things, you know. We want to skip right to the, you know, being, you know, um, yeah. CEO of the company or or whatever. We want to skip right to having a million dollars in the bank account or whatever. But God is really calling us to take those rudimentary basic steps and it's just not always going to be flashy and cute like sometimes it's just going to be the basic hard work like those are steps of faith too yeah and anyone who's accomplished anything will tell you that they've done the rudimentary things i know one of the things god is calling me that's lately that's kind of rudimentary and just really basic is like just even just like not doing anything social during the week after work and the point is because God's telling me to have more margin in my life to slow down stop doing so much so I can master the basics making sure my home is clean making sure my daughter's rested I cook fresh food every day and things like that and so that's so basic it doesn't feel like a step of faith it feels boring I don't love being at home all the time but it's such a it's been blessing me in crazy ways. And I know it's it's making room in my life for just amazing things, even if it's just even if that amazing thing is just rest. Yeah, that's so that's so real. That's so good. And that is such a struggle because life can just be full of so much stuff. Yeah. But when God has given you that imagination, that vision, that purpose, it really is a call to hone in and focus and you just can't choose whatever randomly pops up or is in your face whatever friend is like hey let's like go do this random thing but you have to really be intentional and set intention towards taking those rudimentary steps those baby steps towards that and that is sacrifice that's that's very real Something that God has, God has been calling me to something similar that I really want to make effort towards uh, myself this year, Taylor, which is just taking out time in the morning to work on creative projects Mm. every morning. Yes. And this is like so different for me because I have really just been a very much like, I don't know. Everybody want out is everybody these days wants to write a book, start a podcast, blah blah blah. And I was just like, that's not me. I'm just gonna be a quote unquote normal girl, work my nine to five, and just like live life like that. But God has really been putting on my heart, like that imagination. Like, hey, I have, I have, um, I have given you creative thoughts and ideas that can help people in their faith journey, in their walks. And I want you to act on them. I want you to produce these things. And that Mm -hmm. has never been my mindset at all. To be honest, I have not really thought of myself as cool enough or good enough to do anything like that. But God is just saying, you know, it's not about how good or cool you are. It's about what I have to do through you. And so one of the steps of faith that I'm taking is – is uh to start a workshop um that I'm doing just with friends right now it's free but in 20 at the beginning of 2021 I did a lot of work around intention setting, goal setting and um envision boarding and it was uh I really developed this process for myself just to have structure around what it is I wanted to do and Really developed a vision board that I thought would be more effective than what I had done in the past. And testimony time, by the end of 2021, everything on my vision board had come to fruition. Yes. Every single thing. Everything. And it was not just like stuff like baked cinnamon rolls (laughs) on the vision board. It was like big, like never has happened in my life, like before, like big things that have been. Like, I've been wanting to be different for a super long time. Things like getting rid of my consumer debt that I've had for, like, five years and that kind of stuff. So God is just really good. And he said, now I want you to take that step of faith and share your process with other people. And, um, you know, it's not fully together. It's It's not, you know, you may have doubts or whatever, but just take that step of faith. So... I'm really excited about that. I'm hoping that God grows that and builds that to something that I can just continue to help more people with. Yeah, that's major, 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 major. That's really crazy. 2021 was awesome for you. So that's really cool. And 2022 is gonna be even better. Let's go. 2022. Let's go. So yeah, that's real. Um, that's pretty much the gist of chapter. To baby faith and that was a really good one the the gist is trust the process and do not neglect small beginnings and the small steps they're the building blocks to get you to the quote-unquote big thing and that'll keep yes. you there yes yes and i just want to add this in here too that i'm just thinking right now is so important that so many of us like He gives a lot of examples in the books of like starting a business or starting this church or like whatever. But I think the thing that we need to apply our faith Mm. to the most is our relationship with God, that we will continue to be transformed to look more and more like him. That is honestly the most miraculous thing that is going to happen and can happen in your life. And I think for that, like really having a heart after God, your heart being transformed to care most about the things he cares about, to look most like his heart, to really reflect him, those baby steps are... Um, spiritual disciplines mm-hmm. it's reading your word daily, it's memorizing scripture, yeah. it's praying it's being in community with believers studying mm-hmm. the word mm-hmm. those are the baby steps I think that the most common denominator, like that, that's the common denominator for all of us and will be the most impactful if you take those rudimentary steps to really grow in your faith to be transformed, to look more and more like Christ so I really want to challenge everyone to focus on those things this year for sure absolutely absolutely i know i am for sure oh that is awesome we love that and thank you everyone for listening we have been so grateful um to be able to Do this podcast and we are so grateful for all of you who have been interacting with us and we will be even more grateful if those of you who are listening could give us a five star rating and give us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you're on. Let us know what baby steps of faith have been the most difficult for you to take. Or the baby step of faith God is calling to you to take in this season. Yes, and of course we gotta shout out our five star reviewer, Dominique Bradbury. Oh yeah, Come this is your on, episode, her. Dominique. We love you. Thank you for this review. It says, gosh, in a time where people are rarely reading the Bibles, this is such an on-time podcast. I love how Taylor and Lauren bring such a fresh and practical perspective when it comes to reading from the Word of God. Thank you, ladies, for this amazing resource. So thank you so much, Dominique. If you want to be shouted out, leave us a review. And thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. We love you all. And tune in next week for another Brown Girl Bible.